You are now listening to the homily of Father Francis Lynch, parish priest of St. Mary's Church in Chislehurst, UK. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Day Ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ, as Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. And I'd like to welcome, um, I'm Father Francis Lynch from Chiselhurst, Little Village, to the south of London. And I'd like to welcome the members of the LOV Burton Day community and also the Logical Bible Study Ministry. It is by exploring the Word of Christ that we root ourselves in Him, deepen our relationship with Him, and see His presence in our life. The purpose of the Love Verbum the Ministry is to invite all lay people to read the Word of God, to pray and support spiritually each past, present, future members and to embrace the baptism call of missionary disciple so that we may all be the active members that the Catholic Church needs today. We also want to let you know that there is a group of love members who are going through the catechism using the catechism in the year podcast from Father Mike Schmitz on WhatsApp. You can join the group at any time and be part of a community that reads the catechism in an interactive and fun way and support each other spiritually throughout the year. Click on the link in the description to join our community. Now, let us read the gospel according to Matthew chapter 21 verses 28 32 in preparation for this Sunday's homily. Tax collectors and prostitutes are making their way into the kingdom of God before you. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, what is your opinion? A man had two sons. He went and said to the first, my boy, you go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not go, but afterwards thought better of it and went. The man went and said the same thing to the second who answered, Certainly, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? The first, they said. Jesus said to them, I tell you solemnly, tax collectors and prostitutes are making their way into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you, a pattern of true righteousness, but you did not believe, and yet the tax collectors
hostility was still even after seeing that you refused to think better and believe the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ now we've got um in the next few weeks uh, we're going to have a series of, of um parables of our lord so today's parable um we talk about matthew 21 28-32 and today's parable is about um, <clears throat> a man having two sons and he sends them to work in his in his um, vineyard. Uh, vineyards come up quite a lot, they seem to come up more than farms, um, more than looking after cattle, which is maybe surprising, maybe not. Um, and generally speaking, with, um, with the parables of our Lord, it's worth bearing in mind that if you don't understand them, or if they're details that you don't understand, or if you can't really work out what the whole point is, this is not surprising. Bear in mind that our Lord Himself, um, our Lord Himself, spoke in parables so that the people would hear but not understand. The parables needed to be explained. So our Lord would give a parable, and I think it's common in the ancient world, and He would explain to His disciples, or sometimes the disciples would explain things themselves. So come, generally speaking, from the master to the disciples. The disciples just means those who are learning. Um, and I'm not just talking about our Lord here, but this is generally how education of this sort worked in the ancient world. And then the disciples, there will be others who will be listening on just because they were so fascinated by what our Lord was saying. When um, it describes King Herod as he... Um, was disturbed by what St. John the Baptist said, but he wanted to listen to him. Almost certainly it's the same sort of thing. You realise that there's a prophet in your, in your midst and you listen to the words, but you know that you're not going to fully understand them. So don't worry about not fully understanding them. If the parables were not interpreted for us, some of them are, some of them are not, um, but the ones which are not, the ones which are interpreted on the whole, we tend to think, oh yeah, that's really obvious. But the ones which are not interpreted, we often sort of have no real idea what they're all about. And with almost all the parables, apart from the very shortest where this couldn't happen, um, with almost all the parables, there are details which seem to contradict the idea that we formed at the beginning of the parable. Um, having said that, um, and I did want to say just a few words about parables in general, um, that they are there so that we hear them, but we are not going to readily understand them. Um, given that, what can we say about this parable? And I'm going to keep this one quite short. In fact, it's the shortest of the parable readings in the next few weeks. And it says, a man had two sons and went to say, and he said to each of them, you go and work in my vineyard today. And... What are the two sons? Now, two sons are not uncommon in the Old Testament. They're far less common in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, there are, there are a number of them. The most famous are probably Cain and Abel, and um, and Jacob and um, I've just forgotten his name for a second. Um, Jacob and Esau. Um, 
And in both these cases, you've got a good one, who's generally the youngest, and you've got um, uh, one who's much more sort of materialistic, who's generally the oldest. Anyway, whether this applies here, we, we can approach that in two ways. Either we can say, well, let's wait and see. Let's see if these two sons turn out to be one an older, not so good one, one a younger um, knight in shining arms, and um, or whether we're just going to have to keep that in mind in our interpretation. So the man had two sons. He went to the first and said, my boy, you go and work in the vineyard today. And he said, I will, will not go. But he thought better of it and went. The man then went to the same thing to the second, presumably the younger son, who said, certainly, sir, but did not go. Which of these did his father's will? And the obvious answer to that question is, um, so the, second, the first one did his father's will. He said he wouldn't, but he did. Um, but which of these was useful to the father? And the sort of obvious answer would be, well, actually, neither of them. If someone says they're not going to do it, you still have to go and find someone to do the work. And even if they've gone off and done the work, um, what good is that to you? Because you've still got in the back of your mind, I've got to find someone, I'm going to send someone, you're going to take a whole day's work from someone, and they're going to arrive there, and they're going to either feel relieved because they don't have to do any work, or annoyed because they come out all the way and um, they haven't got any work to do and they might be worried about them not being paid. So neither of these is an ideal sign. Neither of these reactions is ideal. What do the two sons mean to us? And I'm going to finish because I didn't want to spend too long on this parable. Um, we can interpret the two sons as being, both of them being us. And sometimes, sometimes we're unwilling, but we'll do stuff. Sometimes we're, wi we're willing, but we won't do stuff. And sometimes we're deceitful, and so we pretend to be willing, and we don't do the stuff. Neither, none of these is particularly good, but then we are Lord human characters. So I think I'll end there, and um, I'll say something more about the other parables in subsequent talks next week and the week after. I'll finish with a blessing. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Elixir Divinity hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and gave you the strength to put the Word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by emailing them to us using the email address love l o v underscore verbmd v e r b u m d e i at outlook.com. All these prayer intentions will be prayed in our daily Angelus group call on WhatsApp and also during our different weekly prayer group gatherings, both in person and online. Check our website in the description for days and times. If this reflection has enlightened or touched you in any way, please, please do share it with your relatives, friends, 
community and on your social media. Have a blessed week.